Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome again to uh, y'all favorite podcast, man. Everybody got a podcast. I'm y'all gracious host, Dom. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me collect, please. I'll answer those. Don't call me for nothing, and don't call me for free. Um, but yeah, man, this is another episode. I'm here with my dog, Marcus. You got like a nickname, bro? You you got like a street name that people know you by? They just call me Marcus, man. I'm, <sighs> I'm probably the most boring, regular dude probably on the planet Earth. All right, so... We gonna get to some ignorant shit out the gate, bro. Why you don't got a beard? Listen, it is like a generational thing that I have this legendary mustache that everybody knows me by. Um, uh, my friends grew, so my family. You'll see, my dad got it, my grandfather had it. It's it's the generational mustache. See so y'all just see so y'all don't got beards. Nah, like, we don't got no beards in my family, unfortunately. Dang. Dang. I mean, it's a gift and a curse, but, like, I don't know if I could live life without my shit. As soon as I got it, I was like, nah. Fuck life without this. <laughs> I always wanted it. I tried the, what is it, the um, the, the oil on the face. Uh, I tried the derma rolls. I tried all of them. None of them worked. So I just said, you know, let me embrace this mustache, and, uh, you know, maybe I can, maybe I can make it. A little something. Bro, you better walk around to some 70s music all the time. If you walk around, like, just beaming 70s music low-key, you get mad um, exercise partners. Right. I, I heard, I've heard the term porn stash a little bit too much in my lifetime. Yeah, that's why I, I stared straight from, uh, away from that. <laughs> yeah. you, you actually you actually wanted the culprits that... They'll call me that on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's why I was talking about the uh, the 70s music. Feel <laughs> me? If you walked around just beaming 70s music like a nigga, like just had like a, uh, a like, theme elevator music, you know what I mean? Hey. Right, you get the chest hair poking out and everything. Bro, you no. probably, yeah. Yeah, mad exercise partner. Right. Send me a uh, since I veered into exercise, bro. Let's get into that. What made you like? I mean, I know you're uh, an athlete. You know, what I mean, I know you from a minute, like since way back. So I know you're an athlete and all that. But like, what made you take it super serious to the point where you want to lift a million pounds in competitions? It's a good question. Um, so yeah, you, like you said, I was an athlete. My entire life, you know, play sports. Uh, you know, first, uh, you know, basketball was my first thing. But, you know, pretty figured out pretty early, uh, you know, five, six, wasn't going to cut it for the league. Um, but, you know, I, and it, I ended up just like that being my identity. I wanted to always be a part of athletics in some way. Uh, you know, I ran track in college, and that led me, after college, I started to uh, actually gain a little bit of weight um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I was running every single day in college. Like, you know, it'd be Monday, run, Tuesday, through Thursday, Friday, you know, Saturday at track meets. And then once I graduated, I, like, stopped running. And, and I'm eating the same way that I did in college, so I gained a little bit of weight. And I noticed that, and that led to me saying, hey, I, I don't want to be like that anymore. And I started training. Um, and I was already, you know, in the weight room in college, but I took it a little bit more of a focus 
uh, leaving, and it was also just to be honest, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. My brother is six foot two. Yeah. And uh, you know, I always I was like, all right, I got to put on some muscle. I can't be out here and having no muscle. And my brother is six two. He's he gonna be able to beat me up one day. <laughs> Ain't no way I can allow this to happen. Um, you know, so. Uh, but in, it, but you know, for real, like I, I just like, I think at a, like around like twenty three, I realized that my way of giving to my community was through fitness and health, mm. and so um, I, I I decided to dedicate my life to that. Um, or you know, became a personal trainer, um, became a, a coach, coaching basketball, coaching in the weight room, uh, doing speed uh, and skill uh, clinics. Uh, and then you know it led to me getting into strength and conditioning, working with uh, different Division One programs, Power Five programs, and high schools, and you know all all different levels of uh, sports. And now I'm into the powerlifting scene, which has been really good to me so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen man. You placed like what second your first time? Uh first. First your first time? Yeah. Get first. the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, first. Uh, it was. Look at you, guy. Yeah, yeah. Trust yeah, trying, man. <laughs> I, I didn't realize I was gonna do what I did. It was it was cool. Um, <clears throat> at the end of 2022, um, I started, you know, really getting back into, all right, heavy lifting. Like, all right, you see how much I can, let's see how how heavy I can lift. I ended up finished last year, uh, deadlifting like, uh, 500 pounds. I thought that was cool. And then I was like, let me try powerlifting out to see how it is. Uh, and you know, I did well, deadlifted like 550, my first, uh, competition. And then this past, uh, weekend, I actually like ripped 600 pounds off the ground, and I think I could have did more. I just kind of messed up on my last attempt. But all right, so I'm gonna stop you right there. Now, so I'm gonna stop you right there, bro, and kind of look away. Now, imagine being tough with somebody at the bar or or drunk, and he's five six with no beard, (laughs) and you think you weigh like, yeah, nigga, I'm what? Two two seventies, nigga, solid, six something. He just told me he ripped six hundred pounds out the ground. <laughs> You'll be the most unconscious nigga alive. <laughs> All right. You know, you know what's funny is uh. Uh, my students, I'm, I'm a teacher, so I'm um, a PE teacher. So, you know, I got every day, you know, I'll, I'll be walking in the hallways. My students, they taught it. Some of them are taught me, like, you know, 5'10, 5'9, whatever. They think they can try to punk me. And, you know, it's all love. Like, you know, I got young black boys. I got to, yeah. you know, I got to give them a little, a little tough love. So they, they, they try to, you know, gro- you know, grab me up. I got to, you know, put them in a little headlock. Yeah. You know, I got to, you know, they want to do a little wrestling thing. I pick them up, hold them like a baby. You know, like, listen, just, just know, like, you'll never be stronger than me, but that's okay. I'm Coach Brown. You, you, you my student. I'm always going to be your teacher. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen for the rest of your life. Yo. It's all right. I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm not going to really too much touch on this because it kind of get dark. But nonetheless, I love him. Dog, my Uncle Howard was a dude just like you, bro, and my grandfather. Like, yeah. if I showed you my grandfather, let me see if I got service to pull him up. Bro, muscle ball, like, ball head, 
No beard. Shit is insane, bro. Yo, that's impressive, man. And I don't, I don't know, bro. I wasn't blessed with that. Like I hate going to the gym. Cause tell you the truth, that shit is heavy, bro. It's, to be honest, you, know, I, I was, I was just telling y'all, um, you know, me and my, uh, my uh, son's mother, we split up. I got back in the gym heavy last year, and it's my uncle, bro. That's, Thank you, bro. that's funny. Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, you could tell this dude bench press like three eighty. Serious business, bro. <laughs> Serious business, yeah, serious. bro. You got the and with the, with the earring too. The earring is, gives it away. Serious work, bro. Got the hoop earring. <sighs> Man, bro. Yo, these dudes was like, I don't understand how y'all like doing that, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a part of it. Like, yo, like, tell you, like, you get single, you get back in the gym, it just becomes a part of your everyday life now. Like, that's literally what happened. Nah, don't get me wrong, like. I'm going to talk my shit a little bit. If I ever, like, really had the time to commit to a gym schedule, I'm not beating zero allegations. I'm not being allegations from my girlfriend. I'm not being allegations from your girlfriend. I'm not being allegations from you, nigga. Did you have sex with my girlfriend? Absolutely, nigga. Look at me, son. You don't got pecs like this, bro. Your teeth don't look like this, nigga. Your hair is not this long, nigga. My shit and my butt crack. You know I mean, like, you don't got this, bro. I'm six feet, bro, with no shoes, bro. If I get muscles, <laughs> might as well just get a gun and be like, Dominic, listen. I know you like Nipsey Hussle and Tupac and them. Because, <laughs> well, I did that. Mm. I'm fucking all y'all bitches, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So that's just how that's gonna work. I make sure to stay single for the time being. Oh no, like, it, bro, it's an accident. It, 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 at that point, it'll be an accident, bro. And I couldn't even blame you. Like, there's certain people that I would probably like. If I walked in my house, bro, and I had a girlfriend, bro, and I walked in, I know this is sus and weird, but fuck y'all niggas. Um, if bro, if I walked in my house. And Alan Iverson was going to work on Shorty. I'd be like, hey, uh, I got some weed out here. I got some, like, Hennessy. <laughs> Do what you're doing, bro. I'm going to be out here, nigga. I got some. I'm going to be you on 2K, though. That's the only person you're giving a pass. Nah, Lil Wayne on some super freak nasty shit. God bless me. But, bro, Lil Wayne did a lot for me in life. And... Chris Brown too, cause he's a super legend like that. And yeah, that's it. That's really it, bro. Hey, two inches on, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean, old joint going out like that, son. Yeah. If you walk in and it's already happening, what you gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my name off. I'm gonna get my clout. Oh, this nigga fought X, Y, and Z, or. I, I tried to do this down the third, you know what I mean? His entourage might have whooped my ass, but you know what I'm saying? I got I got at least one punch in. Yeah, I hear that. You nah. might hear that you might hear the the news title being five foot six dude hits Lil Wayne with a one hundred twenty pound dumbbell. <laughs> we gotta understand. If you hit Lil Wayne with a hundred twenty dumb uh hundred twenty pound dumbbell, you might as well hit him with himself, bro. Like 
if you read his jail papers, Lil Wayne is the size of everybody in here, girlfriend. He like five five, a being twenty four maybe. That's crazy. And like forty years old and a grown man. Yeah. Imagine that being your pop say like go clean your room. Like you clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, um But speaking of pops, see how I just dash way into the segue like that? Um, how's fatherhood, bro? It's the best, man. Um, it's 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 it changed me a little bit. Uh well, actually a lot. Um I would definitely say that my perspective and I, I know this is cliche to say but my perspective has changed on life um you know especially now being you know, a, a father who's single mm-hmm. um my like how i how i kind of see things is, is a lot different so kind of give you an example you know I, I when it comes to the gym it's not just for me you know it's it's also for my son like i i uh i got a video that i made of my son doing a deadlift with a 12 pound bar and it's like you know that to me i want him to see me and and him like and see uh himself doing those things he's mm-hmm. been to one of my public competitions my second one which uh i won a state championship for massachusetts and new hampshire um they had like a combined state championship in um in may and he was there i got pictures with him so you know he sees those pictures you're gonna see yeah, your daddy was—he's a bad boy in the powerlifting. Absolutely. You know, so like that's—that's kind of like what my goal is to keep getting better, keep getting better, and then even just like how I think about money, how I think about like, going out. Like I don't really go out as much anymore. I, honestly, I don't go out at all. Um, you know, I—I I, I really my weekends are are with my son, so mm-hmm. I don't really go anywhere. Um, and so, you know, that's that's just kind of changed my perspective because prior to that, you know, I was going out, I was you know partying, doing all that stuff. I was still working out, but like, I always, I still was looking at like partying and all that stuff. And now I just, I kind of just don't have the interest in doing it anymore. I just kind of want to do the dad stuff. And so yeah. it just kind of changed my focus and just changed my mindset of how I want my life to be. And you're a teacher. So I know like those two go super hand in hand and I've probably never seen it like in that light before. You know what I mean? Like, damn. I know my teachers be coming to school, like, pregnant and shit, but I yeah. never really thought about the dynamic of what their home life would be like and how they interact with me. And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's that's probably kind of deeper than I know and could probably ever, like, resonate with. But how is that, though? Like, So it's interesting. So I had a very unique uh, situation when I had my son. I had my son in 2020, yeah. um, August 30th, and you know that's when I first started at, at my um, teaching job in BPS. Uh, I was home teaching online, so like I'm a PE teacher, so I, you can only imagine what that, that looks like. You know, yeah. I'm like doing jumping jacks with all these cameras turned on, you know, <laughs> like you know. So like, but I was also doing this with my son in my arms sometimes. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, I'm, I, I didn't have paternity leave. Uh, they, you know, they have it now in, in Boston Public Schools, but at that point in time, I was home teaching online, baby in arm, feeding them. So, you know, my students, when they see my son, they're like, I remember when you were first born. And so it's kind of a cool thing. Like, my scene, like those kids that were freshmen then, 
are now seniors. Yeah. So, you know, to see the, the growth of them combined with the growth of my son is a cool concept. And so, yeah. you know, it, it also gives me that little relationship with them. They always, they were there when my son was born. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool thing. That probably changes, like, your perspective on just being a teacher, like, period. For you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because you was a student. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, just like me, you probably seen like your uh, your teacher's pregnant and all that. So yeah. like, when you have a child and then it's you in those shoes, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's crazy, I mean? right? Yeah. So so what's cool is is um, I I look at it like I I work in Boston Public Schools like I said and I and I'm in a school you know it's predominantly black, and you know there's black boys, black girls of course, I, and I think what's great about that and especially for boys, is they need black male teachers yeah you know if, when we look at schools and i and i, I don't know i'm gonna get on a serious note for a second that's all good we always look at the racist part or the racism part of education system we don't look at necessarily the sexism part on the boys behalf so yeah. a lot of times you look at schools the teachers are usually white female teachers and even in schools if they're not white female they're black female so a boy is gonna look and say where's my identity at right yeah. how can i look at school and think oh what this is a place where I can relate to or I can be a part of this and education is for me because of the fact that there's no black male teachers. Who I learned from doesn't look like me and deal with what I deal with every exactly. day. It, it, it's not a coincidence that there's a, a, a large amount of black women in college more than black males. The identity of education is not there for the black males. Right. You know, so, you know, I, I, I that's a big thing for me. Even though I'm a PE teacher and obviously like I'm not giving them assignments on, you know, math or English. Yeah, but I'm, you go I'm, to the class that they like going to. Exactly. Well, yeah, yo, it's actually crazy. These kids don't want to do nothing today. They want to be on their phone 24-7. You sound like an old nigga, bro. I know. I, 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 I'll I, be thinking that now. Like, I'm like, dang, I am getting old, yo. I'm 31 I mean, now. Like, like, you got to think about it, bro. Age is a blessing. Barely. Like, they, they well, they want to play basketball, uh, but... You know, you can't play basketball every day. So I, you, you, you do different games with them. A lot of them want to just kind of sit on their phones. They want to go walk the hallways. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like, you got, as a teacher, my job is to, you know, try to make it interesting. You know, like, like one thing they did love is volleyball. Um, and we did, like, a whole volleyball game. It was lit. I had to, I, I bring my speaker and I got music playing. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I, I mix it up. I play the rap, play the drill. You know, and I can't, you know, I can't, you know, get sturdy. Yeah. But, like, I, I'll do it because they think it's hilarious when I do it. And then I'll, and I'll mix it up and I'll throw in, like, a little Katy Perry because they're like, yo, what are, you, what, are you, what are you playing? And I'm like, oh, I got your attention now. Like, I'll turn on the other music. You guys got to start doing this. Yeah. You know, but, no, it's just it's fun. I, I love being a teacher. I plan on doing that for a long time. That's what's up, man. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. Being a teacher, now that I'm older and, like, now that I'm an old head, I feel like it would be cool. I couldn't do it, but like, I, I commend the people that do it. And I'm sorry, this is my podcast. I'm gonna say it. I used to always wonder like what teachers' personal life was like. So now, every time I meet a girl that say she a teacher, what I be trying to make her do the worst stuff. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, yeah, you couldn't grade the teachers because you was eating all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's that's um. I seen a list that was like of like the uh, women 
that I guess like do uh, like the like the wildest. But in terms of the jobs, like obviously we have the nurses on there, of course. Of course. Teachers is on there too. Yeah. Listen, I, I t- teachers be they be they yeah. be turning up, man. They yeah. be going crazy. And women folk, that's teachers. This is not hopefully misogynistic or degrading. Goddamn. We understand and respect that you are a human and respect your rights to do as you please here at Everybody Got a Podcast. Disclaimer. <laughs> I feel like that was appropriate. But nah, y'all be trying to make the teacher freak off, man. It's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Little homie that knew he failed, you got a couple more days to tell your mother on me. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's all that is, man. And they're people, too. For sure. Remember when we were supposed to do a podcast like seven years ago? Yeah, we were supposed to do the basketball joint. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. I kind of want to work y'all in. That's not like a dig at my dog, Jamal, man. I love him. I be talking mad shit to him. I know mad Jamal's, nigga. I know like three, four Jamal's. That's funny. Yeah. Jamal's a funny dude, man. He's yeah, a, bro. He be saying some wild stuff on Facebook, though. Because be... that nigga be bored, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga be bored. He need the dopamine. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at it either, yo. Whatever keeps you entertained. I be doing the same thing sometimes. I'll, I'll say something off on Facebook. They'll piss off a lot of people, and then they, they the comments just start going. I got two desk jobs, bro. Yeah. I work in a bank, and I do another job that's at a desk. But, like, bro, I just be at a desk. So it's like, all right. And since I do stand-up, and I can't, like, write my jokes down in a notebook or, like, on the cell phone or nothing, like, when I'm doing stand-up or have the opportunity, I just remember, I was like, all right, work on mad engagement on that shit, even if it's bad engagement. And then I just use that shit, and it's like a psychology thing, because it's like, okay, if it piss off that person, that person next to him is going to laugh, that person next to him is sad, that person next to him hates me, he wants to fight. Just doing this shit for the reaction, my nigga. Got you. It's like wrestling. I mean, get the cheap heat. I hope that shit funny, man. But oh, oh, everybody that listens to my podcast, I'm gonna tell y'all how the uh, the cabaret queens event went. It was pretty cool, man. I liked it. It was my first time ever on a party bus. I was on a party oh. bus. What's last weekend? The 28th. The 28th. It was last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, nigga, oh, bro. Yeah, that was my first time on the party bus, bro. That was fun. We went to, uh, we went from Brockton to Seekonk to, like, Feartown. It's, like, spooky world. Yeah. That shit kind of cool. It's cool as hell. What's Seekonk like? Um, I don't know, bro. It, it was like just white. Hidden, that sounds like there's a hidden hood there. Seekonk. Probably. Like, uh, you could probably, uh. Is that near the cake? Is it near the cake? Yeah. Semi, yeah. But, bruh, it was pretty white. The nigga let us off, like, uh, for real. Like, it was, the nigga let us off, like, one minute away from the spot and then drove by us. And we had, one minute is a far walk in Seekong, boy, because you don't see shit but white shit, like piles of dirt and just houses. I don't remember what I seen. It was dark. And I was mixing jello shots on the accident. 
because my dumb ass left like the regular liquor in the car. Tell him to show up, bro. Don't never have me do nothing, and I can't smoke like a majority of the time. I'm worthless without my reefers. <laughs> Shout out to the reefer brands. Anybody got some reefer for the boy? Feel free to send it at Everybody Got a Podcast. Um, yeah. What are your vices, workout man? Um, that's a good question. Um, and 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 I'm a uh, I don't want to just ask that like a junkie. That I feel like that was kind of <laughs> junkish. Um, and how do you fit them into your lifestyle? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I'm a big I'm I'm big on like salty food. That's like probably something that is big for me. So I'm like popcorn. Um. Honestly, to be honest with you, I'm not one of those people, uh, you know, that is gonna ignore the things that I want. Like, a, a, if I want to go eat pizza, like I love pizza. Yeah. There's a pizza spot right, like around the corner from my school that goes to a high park, and I eat there all the time. I'm not gonna turn it down. The key thing is just balance for me. Yeah. That's the way. To, that, that's kind of just how I look at it. Like, on some eighty twenty. Make it yo. If I if it's if it's like a Wednesday afternoon, them kids got on my nerves all day. Best believe I'm about to go around the corner. I'm gonna go get a couple slices for like six dollars, and then I'm about to be just you know, chilling, just chilling, eat that. Throw a little, throw a little uh, crushed pepper, some Parmesan, and oregano on that. I'm good, you know. But um, I don't really drink anymore. Um, if I do, it's very minimal. Like, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, honestly, it's it's more food, like the, the the pizzas, the popcorn, the sodas, the juices. That's, Damn, that was clean. Sorry. Yeah. That was clean. I didn't expect like that clean of an answer. That's why I can be like, yeah, you know, sometimes on a Friday I'll take like a shot or two, maybe. Yeah. You know I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Be cool. You know, I don't do that all the time. Type yeah. shit, but. I ain't gonna lie to you. I do, I do like I do like hookah. I'm not gonna lie. I Damn. do. I'm sorry. I know, like you can go on vacation in Africa on the sun, probably, and you'll never be dark skinned. That was thing I said. Yeah. Sorry, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. Like, if it's if if I don't got nothing going on, like after like my next piloting competition, I got a few months. Yeah. I'm about to hit it with my people. Like, yo, what's the word? Yo, we go. We going out. When I say I'm going out, I'm like, yo, we trying to go to a hookah. Okay. Let me go hit one up real quick. Are there cool like hookah lounges in Massachusetts? No. Uh, well, actually, yeah, but, like, it's, it's like, not really... You got to have to spend, like, $40 to get in, which, I, for some people, that's cool. I really just can't fathom the idea paying to get in the clubs anymore. Like, that just don't yeah. sit well with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just... It. I, like, that whole idea of waiting outside to get in somewhere, when especially... It's about to be cold. It's already yeah, starting thanks. to get cold. Like, 50, if it gets under 50 for me, that's... That's cold, and then uh, yeah. I, and then I wait in a line to pay forty dollars to be in somewhere where a majority of people are just gonna be standing on a wall saying "damn, she bad" the entire time. I'm cool, like, but Rhode Island has a couple of places that are like, you know, decent. You kind of just go in there, just chill out. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know, like other than that, I, like, not really a lot of places out here. Yeah. Because isn't hookah banned in Boston? I don't know. Nigga. I think it's just like tobacco, they take like so, the uh, oh um, the the cave, is right? 
if I, I'm not too sure on the name, but I know there's one in Charlestown, and there's one in um, there's an Ethiopian, an East African spot in, in Austin. Yeah, that was decent. Yeah. Oh, uh, the one by the uh, by like the McDonald's and all that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah the, I think I think it's either called the the one in Charlestown is like the Cave, or uh, Tangerino or something like that. Tangerino sounds yeah sounds accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's, that place is solid. They they cool. The music's cool in there. They got the belly dancers in there. Mm-hmm. It's a cool little spot. It's not in like it's not on some like club stuff. It's more like a just a chill vibe. Facts. And the yeah. the one in Austin, the the East African spot, that's also a chill spot too. That's kind of like on some calm, low light, you know, you know, vibe type of yeah. deal. Yeah. Alright, where well since ain't none of them paying us nobody go to unless they wanna throw a couple cent at the board. And then we can talk turkey. Or plant based, whatever y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> um dog. Let me see, man. Dang. My man stared clear of all smoking stuff so you don't get high. Uh, yeah. nah, and, and that's good, bro. To each their own. More for me. Um, goddamn. So you don't drink liquor like that? You say you do sometimes, right? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I don't want to sound like a junkie. I don't even drink. Nah, liquor, nah, you good. You're like, like, I'm, I'm it's, it's just kind of like, especially like I was in a relationship for like the past like few years. So like, yeah. it was very rare that I did. Like, I went to Puerto Rico last year. Yeah, I was drinking every day. Like, no, but like this year. I kind of laid off the liquor like that was yeah. kind of like my thing especially I'm doing a powerlifting thing now I'm like alright I'm trying to like keep my body yeah, like, you know, and, like you know right and then you know, I'll be looking at the people that I'm like competing against and there's like some competitions where I'm trying to you know, qualify for my next competition I know there's some there's a dude that's like he's, he's pretty strong he's like out here deadlifting damn near 700 pounds that's crazy yeah so we're the same weight so like that's insane you know I, I'm trying to be on that level so I just kind of like to stay focused whatever but like no, I, I, yeah, I ain't nothing wrong with you no know, drinking. I, I have no problem with. It. I, I just, for me, I just made that choice. Yeah, but uh, nah, I respect it. I'm yeah, not mad at it. I don't do that shit hardly yeah. neither. I used to be a handy guy though. I, used to, uh, I, I still like handy seat, but bro, I almost lost my life one New Year's, bro, and it was not on purpose, but like I told myself, like I, I think it was the year that I was turning twenty five. New year of the year that I was turning 25. I think I told myself, like, I don't really want to drink liquor like that. So on New Year's, I'm going to just get bent. And I did it. But, like, I was throwing up in my homie's backyard. And, like, I threw up and I heaved myself to the floor, like, <gasps> grass. Damn. Yeah, bro, I had, like, Throw up in my locks. Oh, I, I ended up like throwing the shirt I had on in the sewer. I was just drunk, stupid, telling them like, "Nah, I'm gonna be okay. I got work in the morning." But when I heaved myself to the floor, there was nobody around. Oh. Nobody. Like I think that forgot about me. I started throwing up, and I seen the basement. Uh, <laughs> the basement door open, and somebody walked to the. Walking to the light, and I told myself, like, nah, I gotta get to that light, or they gonna find me out here in the morning. After that, I was like, yeah, nah, that liquor shit. Nah, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. And then, like, you ever, since we got this fuck ass social media shit, you ever, like, watch your decline on social media? 
Like, alright, you watch his snap. It's you like with a bottle, like, nigga, oh, we out here. I get what you mean. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then you watch my snap, and it's like, <sighs> and then you watch the engineer snap, and it's you like hurling, like I'm alive, leave me alone. And then you watch the person in that room snap, and she like scratched out. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely been there. But the funniest time I've ever seen that is, is uh, you know, you know Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence is my, like my best friend. Shout so. out to Lawrence. Shout out to Lawrence. He's in, out in Dallas doing his thing right now. Um, and you do the video game stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and so he, we we went on a party bus out in Springfield. We used to be in Springfield all the time. Cause we went to school out there, so yeah. a lot of a lot of our people uh, live out there. So we, you know, we go back up there, go show with them. It was, it was one of my boys' birthdays, and you see Lawrence there. Yeah, we got the Hennessy in there. He's he's turning up, and um, you know, then you see him. He's he's you see me in there. I'm like, yo, I'm lit. You see Lawrence getting more drunk, more drunk. Next thing you know, at the end of the at the end of the snap is Lawrence like just laying on the car, eyes closed like yeah, this. Yeah, see, bro. Mouth all like throw up everywhere to man, the side man. of them. Fuck social the, media, bro. Yeah. Who needs enemies when your friends do you like that? Yeah, that's a sign of a good friend, man. What are you talking about? You that's embarrassing. Is it, nah. Exactly. That, it, who's going to do it more better than your best friend? Nah, bro. Bro, nah. Nah, man. Fuck. You went to AIC, right? I went to Springfield College. Oh. So we were right, basically... AIC was our next door neighbor. All right, so boom, I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna tell you a story right fast. You graduated 2010 uh, from high school, yep. right? Yeah, we in the same class. Yep. All right, bet. So boom, 2011, me and the homies was going to a party up there. I ain't gonna say his name because he gonna remember the story. <laughs> in his mom's car. It's probably like. Around this time, maybe like early, early school year though, like September-ish, right? It's not snowing yet. It wasn't supposed to because I came outside of short sleep. I mean, his mom's whip. <laughs> we went uh, to get a nick of weed. I'll never forget this. this is the last time I had her. Um, I ever, I ever heard of a nick of weed, and that was probably bad luck. But anyway, um, yeah, so we driving his mom's car, bro. We have his man's in the car who's a pothead, and I love it because, what? <laughs> so um, super young, st stupid shit, you know what I mean? Just speeding the whole time, just punching it on his mom's whip the whole time. Yeah. Uh, to go pick up the weed, to go pick up his friend, probably to come pick me up, even though we live around the corner from each other. But then, after we get the weed, we're cutting through, like, Milton uh, to get to the highway. Still just punching it. We end up on, like, the mat. Uh, I don't want to say the mass pipe, but we on the highway, bro. Like, super wide highway, too. I remember this shit. I'm looking in the rear view mirror, I'm in the passenger seat. I'm like, bro, while the car's getting over. He's not paying attention. I don't know. I look down. Smoke coming from my feet. I'm like, like, bro, smoke coming from the car. Oh, 
put the brake. He was like, I'm trying. <laughs> brake wasn't working. God damn. Yeah. We seen the car. It was like a a big enough Jeep to get nervous. Uh, going super dumb fast. Past us. Barely. Damn, my fault, Mike. Past us. And then the brakes started working, so he pulled over in the shoulder, right? We all get out the car. I start walking away from the car because I played Grand Theft Auto. Not yet. I mean, we, I, I know we only had a little bit of time. So I start walking. His man started walking too. I look back. I'm like, your brown. It's fire under your mom's whip. He's like, nah, you lying. You bullshit. Stop lying. I'm not lying, bro. That's crazy. He turned around, started walking towards us. Fire gets bigger. I told him, your bro, turn around. Huge fire, like the whole grill of the whip, bro. Tell him, I just showed that was a loss. But that night, I would have hated to be him. That's my dog. I love him forever, though. But that night was crazy. I'm sorry I had to tell that story, bro. I need these eyes on me for a little bit. <laughs> but nah, that, that story was treacherous, man. I, I, I wish somebody like could have been there to see it, to actually have the unfortunate joy that I get from that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's funny. That's one of those stories, bro. Yeah. That night was treacherous, bro. And I never, I stopped going to college parties after that. Oh, man. I, that was it, bro. Yeah, that, that 2010, I'm going to tell you. In the Springfield area, like Western Mass, 2010 to 2014, those were some good times. Right, because everybody was fucking bugging. Yeah, and it, it was funny. There was a lot of Randolph heads up there. I know. You had you had me, Lawrence. You had uh, John. You had uh, Star, uh, Manny. There was a lot of people up there. So Many yeah. of the, some of those people probably the reason why we was going there. Yeah, no lie. I see them all the time. Like, I go up there, I see... Cause it was down the street, like, like yeah. Springfield College is here, AIC is maybe like two blocks. Down. Oh wow! So we, we could walk. Well, actually, you didn't want to walk there at nighttime. It's, it's, Why? Because like, where where Springfield College is and AIC, that's it's the who? That, that's that's yeah. That's the it's not a, the best area. Hey, it's, man. The, it's the hood like in Springfield, but like it's an area where a lot of kids from Springfield College got robbed. Like like, but it was on some like. Stupid! I'm from upstate New York. I don't know it better. Yeah. To mind my business. But that's stuff. how all colleges is though. Yeah. All colleges in the hood. Temples in the hood. Yeah. Fucking northeastern. Everybody died around northeastern. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's like literally night and day only. I'm not northeastern. And then there's yeah. Yeah. So it's like man, all these colleges in the hood. What's the point of going to college? If you just going to the hood to spend money, you might as well sell or do drugs. It's the same exact thing. Right? <laughs> you just going to the hood to spend mad money. Mm-hmm. I don't want no college money, man. What? The college just flipped on Bill Cosby. Sorry. Sorry. But... Bill Cosby had a degree, I think, from Springfield College, too. Yeah, and they took yeah, all they, that, they man. Yeah. See? You can do that? Yeah, so they, what they do is they revoke. It's not because it's not like a, he didn't go there. 
Hey, it's like he, an honorary it's thing. It's an honorary degree, so they just take it away. Hey, how you gonna take yeah. something that you chose to give me? That's foul, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember that because it was like him. He got an honorary degree. MLK got one, I think. Um, and uh, but I think Bill Bill was at UMass though. He went to UMass. I think. Yeah. So his his degree over there is real, but the one at Springfield is like honorary. I got five minutes, and it's basketball season. Yes, sir. So, how you feel about your cheating ass Celtics? Ooh, man, yo, we looking good. It yo. don't matter. Sixes and four games. <laughs> yo, y'all gotta get past the, the the semis, man. Why? As a matter of fact, I'm actually happy for you guys, yo. Why, man? We three and one. We got. Look, man. Trust the process, bro. We gonna win games. We definitely gonna win games. It's not gonna look bad for Philadelphia. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for y'all. Tyrese look good. He's averaging thirty. You know, Joel, Joel's Joel. Um, but you know, I, I I was saying this end of last season. I said the two things that we need is a point guard that doesn't make mistakes as much as Marcus Smart does, and a big man that's seven feet that can score the ball. And we did it. Look, dog. I put it to you like this, man. And I said this before. If y'all don't win the chip this year, I'm showing my meat on social media. Yeah, to be honest, like, nah, there's, there is no excuse. They, like, if you look at the scenario, this year I said Tatum's going to win the title. I mean, not the title, the MVP. It's because the scenario works for him. But also, you know, like, the, the Celtics are going to win a lot of games. If you look at the schedule early, there's really not much in the yeah. schedule early. So they're going to you're going to see like potentially them win like 10 in a row. Like, yeah. And so a couple times. Yeah. And so, you know, I could see them having a, you know, a 60 win season and then being in a position where they got to play like a I don't know, to be honest with you, the, the end of the East, the conference, I really don't know. It could go anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, Pistons like, look like they they could compete. Uh, you know, Miami's going to be there, Atlanta. You know, all those teams, Sh- Charlotte could, you know, maybe figure it out somehow, but I don't think, I don't, I don't Bro, know. Bro, what's Atlanta's Pacers problem? Pacers, yeah, Pacers, Pacers, they look good, except for when we, you know, beat them by 50. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. That shit trash, bro. Why do they cheat like that, though, bro? And then, like, Celtics fans hate LeBron James, and then their franchise do shit like that a few times. I actually love LeBron. I I, I, I think LeBron is – to me, LeBron is the second best player ever. He can't um, be the second best player ever, I, I think I and think he, Jordan the GOAT, but, you know. Look, man, if me and you do the same job cumulatively and I'm superior cumulatively in every way except trophies – how are you better than me? It's a fair point. I, I still think I look at what Jordan did in his time, and I look at like you know the the the, the winning. I look at the scoring, and then I also look at like how basketball is played today. And I say like, because if you if you're gonna take Le, if you, people always say if you put LeBron in this in the '80s, he would dominate. Well, you have to give him. You can't just say, oh, if I put him in the '80s. He's gonna be doing what he's doing now. 
because he wouldn't have grown up with the same information that he learned from 84 to 2023. You That's know what true. I mean? So, like, because if you put LeBron, you, because, you know, they, they don't shoot threes. He's just a freak. He, he would have probably been, you know, in terms of how they would have perceived him, his athleticism, his size. They would have tried to make him a power forward. They would have tried yeah. to make him Carl Malone, but probably a better Carl Car Malone with a little bit more passing or like Larry Bird with, you know, biceps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, man. You want to know what's crazy? This mad fuss about Larry Bird's threes and he used to like shoot 2.2 a game and made like 1.3 for his career. Yeah. That's, that's shit crazy, right? That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Right. Like yo, like, honestly, I it, you you look back at that and you go, still doesn't like miss. Why don't you let him take more of those? It's like nah, give it to the big man. He make it's like he can score two. It's like but yeah. this dude shoots the three better than this guy shoots the two. Thanks. <laughs> you know that's simple. That's just simple basketball. You know what I mean? Like just watching it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know now now. Uh, the Celtics got their, you know, their quote unquote white Look, savior man. now with Porzingis. Y'all no. better get it done this year. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know, man. Y'all boys better get it done. And I hope if y'all don't, oh man, if the Sixers can avoid y'all, we straight. But just not the second round, bro. Please or the first. I think y'all got a chance against Milwaukee. I, 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 I think y'all do. Yeah, I, Milwaukee's I, not what it cracked up to be over there. Their defense is terrible, and I was saying that at the beginning, like prior to the season, I said they're gonna miss Drew's defense more than his offense. Yeah, like Giannis can score in bunches, and they gave up Grayson. Yeah, yeah. So you you're missing guys who defend. Facts. So you know that's that's gonna be tough. Uh, you know, in regards to like how they play, Facts. their perimeter defense is is gonna be hard. And now you're putting more pressure on Brooke Lopez, who's like 35. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's so, true. All right, man. Well, we gonna see. We gonna see. I appreciate you, Marcus, for coming on, big dog. I know, like I said, we have five. I probably got like a minute and a half, I think, ish. So we gonna get the fuck out of here, man. Shout out to the mix loft, though. Shout out to the mix loft, though. Let me get that on camera. Um, yeah, man. This been everybody got a podcast. We at.